There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as a elephant's eye, and it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Oh, what a beautiful day! I got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. All the sounds of the earth are like music. All the sounds of the earth are like music. The breeze is so busy it don't miss a tree. And old weeping willow is laughing at me. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Oh, what a beautiful day! I got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going. Hello again, this is Buck Benny speaking. We have another great show for you on the Big and Crosby Show today. Uh, it is 2023, and uh, I guess I haven't presented this one before. Maybe I have, and I didn't record an intro, but whatever, maybe this is new to you folks. So uh, this episode is from April 23rd, 1953. It has... Rosemary Clooney on again. She's almost a regular this season. And the songs they're going to sing on this one are Way Down Yonder in New Orleans. He sings with the Rhythm Airs. There's Music in You. Rosemary Clooney comes on and sings tenderly. April in Paris, she also sings. Oh, I guess, no, that's Bing that sings April in Paris. Wildcat, he's going to sing. And then he does a whole medley with Rosemary Clooney. The Foolish Things, We Just Couldn't Say Goodbye, and You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To, all with Rosemary Clooney. And then he'll sing by himself, A Quiet Girl. Um just a really solid episode Um, and then after that we're going to start bringing you uh, because we're missing some of the railroad hours so I thought I'll just bring the ones that uh, will be that are were aired after Bing's Crosby show was off the air so Bing Crosby left the air for the summer but the railroad hour continued through the summer so today we'll bring you one of those from uh, June and I hope you're gonna enjoy that and I figured you'd rather have that than have nothing so there you go and I always love Gordon McRae and what he does on those shows so without further ado enjoy the shows
When the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for me. This is Ken Carpenter welcoming you to the Bing Crosby Show, brought to you by the General Electric Company, makers of famous, dependable kitchen and home laundry appliances. Produced and transcribed in Palm Springs, California. With John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Judd Collins with the Bears, and Bing's guests, Miss Rosemary Clooney and Joe Venuti. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you the brand new General Electric third dimension crooner, Mr. 3D Crosby. <laughs> And I see, like everybody else, you're on a three-dimension kick. Well, it's all the rage, Bing. Why, some say it's the biggest thing since bite-sized tuna. Or choke-style peanut butter. Mm -hmm. But the only objection, Bing, I have to three-dimensional movies is that I don't like to put on those, those colored glasses to watch a picture. Oh, you don't necessarily have to put on tinted glasses to watch third dimension, Ken. You don't? No, you have your choice. You can either wear the glasses or have your eyeballs painted. Eyeballs painted? Only takes a second. It can be done while they're buttering your popcorn in the lobby. You just paint up my Supposing papers. it's a sad <laughs> picture and you start to cry, won't these painted eyeballs run? Well, I don't know about that. Get a classified phone book and look under eyeballs painted. Talk to an expert about it. I've just got to go on that. While you're searching for that valuable information, I'll get on with the opening selection, which is that old favorite, Way Down Yonder in New Orleans. <laughs> Down yonder in New Orleans In the land of dreamy scenes There's a garden of Eden Man, that's what I mean Creole babies with flashing eyes Softly whisper with tender sighs Won't you give your lady fair A little smile Stop You bet your life you linger there A little while there is heaven right here on earth With those beautiful queens Down yonder in New Orleans Orange blossoms, sweet aroma And the strains of La Paloma Seem to put you into a coma While those Cajuns sway Then you case a picherino you know what I mean, oh She can shake a mean tambourine, oh While at Dixieland play A little smile Stop You bet your life you linger there A little while There is heaven right here on earth With those beautiful queens Way down yonder in all New Orleans
Major Ken Carpenter has a rhapsody of words about General Electric's great new Roto-Cold refrigerator with automatic defrosting. With new GE Roto-Cold refrigeration, you get a uniform flow of cold air in every part of the refrigerator. That means from top shelf to bottom, you have the safest food protection. Yay, verily. Unlike most old-style refrigeration where one can find as much as 16, count them, 16 degrees difference in temperature between the top and the bottom shelf. And that can mean costly food spoilage, lad. You also get complete automatic defrosting. With a new GE Frost Limiter, only a trace of frost ever forms. Then, presto, it's gone. And the capacity of this General Electric refrigerator, it's astounding, Ken. Why, the full-width freezer alone holds up to 48 packages of frozen foods. Bing, when I consider how great this GE is, and when I consider that it only costs about $3.94 a week after a small down payment, why, Bing, I could sing about it. Here, here, let's have no threats. <laughs> Amigos, waft yourself off to your GE dealers and see these great General Electric Roto-Cold refrigerators. And here's the lively Rodgers and Hammerstein tune. This is a new one. Called There's Music in You, and they think it's going to be a successor to Some Enchanted Evening. It's from a motion picture called Main Street to Broadway. Something new, someone playing the music in you. Now you're living, you know why. Now there's nothing you won't try. Move a mountain. Light the sky Make a wish come true There is music in you Robins are chirping Church bells are chiming Poets are rhyming Music in you Pine trees are whispering Children are shouting Fountains are spouting The music in you Kittens are purring it Breezes are stirring it Airplanes are roaring it Trains are encoring it, glasses are clinking it, students are thinking it. All around you the same sweet sound you can hear in the earth and down from the sky. You have found your girl, you have found your girl. What a guy, what a guy. Move a mountain. Light the sky Make a wish come true 
It's a genuine pleasure, friends, to present our very top girl singer, the Meadowlark of Maysville, Kentucky, Miss Rosemary Clooney. Hi, Bing. Hi, Rosemary. What are you going to sing for us tonight? Well, the weather's so nice and everything's so delightful here in Palm Springs. I thought I'd do something gentle and sweet. Oh, how about tenderly? Just the tune I was thinking of. Yes, I'm clairvoyant, psychic, or something. On with your tune, Clooney. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ken, I have a, a, a caveman friend, sort of a Neanderthal yeah. man, who's heard that striking two flints together is no longer the most modern way to cook. Would you enlighten the lad? Well, I'll be happy to. What's his name? Maurice. Uh, look, Maurice, 
flints are passe. Speed cooking's the rage nowadays. And Maurice, you'll never get speed cooking anywhere to equal the wonders of General Electric's medium-priced airliner range. Ah, truly, this GE airliner is a dilly. Up topside, up on the surface, there nestles GE's famous speedy Calrod cooking units. In fact, one's an extra high-speed unit. Proved the world's fastest home electrical cooking unit by independent laboratory tests of five leading makes. Maurice, look, this airliner has push-button controls that give you the exact heat for every cooking need. And further than that, it also has an automatic oven timer. And Ken, tell him about the huge master oven in this General Electric airliner. Give him the vine there. Maurice, this big master oven cooks a complete meal for 18 people, or the biggest turkey you'd care to buy. My friends, you get a demonstration at your GE dealer's pronto, huh? This great range only costs you about $3.49 a week after a small down payment, and it's well worth it. Comes April, and inevitably our thoughts switch to Paris, which is a well-known city in France. <laughs> Have this descriptive song. April in Paris, chestnuts in blossom, holiday tables under the trees April in Paris this is a feeling no one can ever reprieve I never knew the charm of spring never met it face to face I never knew my heart could sing never missed a warm embrace till April in Paris whom can I run to what have you done to my What have you done to my heart? Thank you, thank you very much. Reluctantly now we leave Paris and wend our way to sunny Italy where we find our violin soloist reclining on a hillside vineyard, contemplating the grape crop and what he will play for us this evening. Here, then, is Mr. Joe Venuti. Is this the place? <laughs> you got her, Joe. You have arrived. Have a grape. Thanks. <laughs> what is your selection this evening, Joe? It's a little-known composition composed by me entitled Wildcat. Oh, I know that number very well. That's funny. I never even met a wildcat that was familiar with it. 
pretty hard to stop me. You're on, Joe. Grab the wildcat by the tail and really twist her. Thank you, that was very flashy. At this time, Rosemary and I, in, uh, in something of a nostalgic mood, would like to amble through a few numbers which we hope will recall some pleasant memories. The first song is These Foolish Things. That's us, I guess, John. A cigarette that bears a lipstick's traces An airline ticket to romantic places And still my heart has wings these foolish things remind me of you. A tinkling piano in the next apartment. Those stumbling words that told you what my heart meant. A fairgrounds painted swings. These foolish things remind me of. You came, you saw, you conquered me When you did that to me I knew somehow this had to be The winds of March that make my heart a dancer The telephone that rings But who's to answer? Oh, how the ghost of you claims These foolish things remind Hey, Rose, 
Rosemary, this next one's got a little beat to it. You better start it so we get off right, huh? All right. I'm a little zingy with the beat. We thought that love was over, that we were really through. I said I didn't love her, and we begin anew. And you can all believe me, we sure intended to. But we just couldn't say goodbye The chair and then the sofa They broke right down and cried The curtains started waving For me to come inside I tell you confidentially The tears were hard to hide And we just couldn't say goodbye the clock was striking 12 o'clock It smiled on us below With folded hands it seemed to say We'll miss you if you go So I went back and I kissed her And when I looked around the room was singing love songs, dancing up and down. And now we're both so happy because at last we found that we just couldn't say goodbye. You better start this next one, Bing, because it was way before my uh, time. This was in your repertoire when you were singing for pennies there in Maysfield, I'll bet. You'd be so nice to come home to. Remember? You'd be so nice by the fire. I knew you knew it. While the breeze on high sang a lullaby. You'd be all that I could desire. Under stars chilled by the winter Under an August moon burning above You'd be so nice You'd be paradise To come home to and love It'd be paradise to come home to and love. Thank you, Rosemary. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Bing, you going to big premiere tonight? Uh, what new epic is being launched here in Tinseltown tonight, Ken? Uh, tonight we introduce the great new 1953 
General Electric Automatic Washer. The washer that gives you the whitest, brightest wash in the universe and does the whole job completely automatically. Uh, Ken, I understand the secret of its success is that famous GE activator action. That's that true, Bing. Mm -hmm. General Electric's famous activator action flexes and cleanses each piece of your wash individually, just as though done by hand. Exactly, Ken. And in a GE, one's duds are constantly submerged in water and in detergent. Apparently, they are flood-washed and flood-rinsed. And I hear whispers that that's much better than the tumbler type. Whispers? Dang, that, that should be shouts. You bet GE's famous activator action washing is better than tumbler type. In a tumbler type, clothes are, well, they're out of the water half the time. And at the end of washing, they come out generally in a tangled ball. Oh, what a grizzly picture. Isn't it grim? I can't <laughs> and amigos, unlike tumbler type, the General Electric doesn't drain the soapy water back through your fresh laundered clothes once the washing's over. That's correct. Oh, sir, the GE wash basket spins so fast that the dirty soapy water is lifted out. Out, up, and over. Over the top. It can't drain through the clothes because there aren't any holes for it to drain through. And that's the reason... General Electric gives you the whitest, brightest wash in the world. Buttonhole your GE dealer tomorrow about one of these great new 1953 General Electric automatic washers. The cost? Only about $3.90 a week after a small down payment. Uh, Mr. Leonard Bernstein, one of our leading American musical figures, has written the uh, music, and Comden and Green have done the lyrics for a new Broadway smash musical called uh, Wonderful Town. This is based on the show My Sister Eileen and Rosalind Russell has featured. It's a big hit, I hear. And here's one of the lovely numbers from the, this piece. I love a quiet girl I love a gentle girl Warm as sunlight Soft, soft as snow her smile, a tender smile Her voice, a velvet voice Sweet as music Soft, soft as snow When she is near me The world's in repose we need no word she sees, she knows. But where is my quiet girl? Where is my gentle girl? Where is the special girl who is soft, soft as snow? Somewhere, somewhere, my quiet girl. When she Where is my quiet girl? 
Where is the special girl who is soft, soft as snow? Somewhere, somewhere, my quiet girl. That's it. Now my thanks to Rosemary and Joe for guesting with us this evening. We hope to see you next week, same time, same place, when our guests will be the Bell Sisters and Joe Venuti. Meanwhile, friends, remember General Electric dependability. You can't see it, but it's there in every single GE appliance you buy. You could put your confidence in General Electric. Good night, and thank you very much. show for General Electric was produced and transcribed in Palm Springs, California by Bill Morrow and Murdo McKenzie. Tune in next week and you're bringing his guests, the Bell Sisters and Joe Venuti. Transcribed. Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the world premiere of a new musical play, Dear Yesterday. Starring Gordon McRae and his guest star, Dorothy Warren Show. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another exciting story with music is brought to you by the American Railroad. The same railroads that bring you the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and a multitude of other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, sir, our story tonight is called Dear Yesterday. And it begins in the year... Well, you tell me what year. As Dorothy Warren Shoulder and I give you a few hints. Pack up your troubles in your old kid bag and smile, smile, smile. While you've a Lucifer to light your way, smile, boys, that's the Like this. Katie, beautiful Katie, you're the only girl that I adore. Who can ever forget? It's a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way to go. 
Like an echo from the past, they all come back to us down the long, long trail of the years. There's a long, long trail winding into the land of my dreams, where the nightingales are singing and the In our story, I play a fellow named Mark Anderson. And in 1918, he was just thinking of getting himself born. Dorothy Warrenshold is a young lady named Ellen Martin. On a particular afternoon in the Indian summer of 1918, she was a member of a sewing circle in the city of Hartford, Connecticut. There. Now, I think that just about finishes that pair of socks. What's the name of the doughboy you're sending your socks to, Ellen? The name? Oh, well, no name in particular. Just any soldier who happens to need a pair of socks. You mean you're not corresponding with one of our brave boys in the trenches? Why, all the rest of us girls are. Corresponding? Why, why of course I am. Every day. Dear Mr. Unknown, whoever you are... I'm enclosing this note inside one of the socks to let you know that if perchance you are not corresponding with a young lady, perhaps you would care to write to me. I have no idea what you look like. I'm tall. Oh, I knew you'd be tall. And I'm quite handsome. Oh, I knew you would be. And I, I wear size 11 and a half socks. Oh, now, isn't that fortunate? These socks are exactly 11 and a half. But, dear Mr. Unknown, you must have some fault. Just a little one to make you human like the rest of us. I do. I hate to get up in the morning. Oh, but that's not really a fault. All soldiers are like that. Oh, how I hate to get up in the morning. Oh, how I love to remain in bed. For the hardest blow of all is to hear the bugle call. But when you do get up, dear Mr. Unknown, these socks are to keep you warm. I'm not putting a date on this note to you because I don't know how many weeks these socks will take to reach you. And I'd like you to feel they came to you close as yesterday. I'm also enclosing a little poem which explains why I'm writing to you. It's as simple as second grade arithmetic. Happiness is never one. Happiness is true. 
Yours truly, E.M. 740 Providence Street, Hartford, Connecticut, USA. Now, to follow our story very closely, you'd have to be a pair of socks. Warm, very well-knit socks, with a note from a Miss E.M. tucked neatly into one toe. You see, they arrived at a port for overseas shipment on November 10th. And then the most wonderful thing happened. November 10th became November 11th. November 11th... Twenty-three years and nineteen days, that pair of socks, with the lovely unread note in one toe, sat in a dark warehouse on Staten Island. Miss Ellen's chestnut brown hair turned into a dove gray, and no doughboy in France ever wrote to her, and one and one were never two. Our story begins again, you might say, in Iceland at a U.S. Army installation. PFC Mark Anderson reporting. You know what the Army's like? Well, let me tell you. This is the Army, Mr. Jones. No private rooms or telephones. You had your breakfast in bed before, but you won't have it there anymore. This is the Army, Mr. Green. We like the for your extra heavy window equipment. Anderson! Here? Here's a pair of socks for you. Thanks. Huh. Awful old-fashioned. They'll keep your feet warm, soldier. Stop your griping. Well, at least I hope they're my size, Sergeant. I take 11 and a half. Well, let me see. The knitting seems to have solidified in this one. What goes on here? Well, what do you know? Looks like a letter. Hmm. Dear Mr. Unknown, whoever you are, I'm enclosing this note inside one of the socks to let you know that if perchance you are not corresponding with a young lady, perhaps you would care to write me. <laughs> a lady, you're going to get a letter from Iceland. I want to thank you for the socks and for the beautiful poem, and I want you to know I'd love to have you write me regularly. 
The socks. The poem. After all these years. Dear Miss E.M., I've tried to picture you in my mind and try to figure out what the E stands for. Well, I, I guess the name doesn't matter. But I know this. You'll be so nice to come home to. You'd be so nice by the fire. While the breeze on high sang a that in the less than eight years since the end of World War II, America's railroads have spent more than $8 billion to help you live better. Some of the things these billions of dollars have put at your service? Well, the list includes 12 million tons of new steel rail and nearly 300 million new cross ties. It includes new yards and sidings, new roadway and shop machinery, new signals and communications. Then there are nearly 18,000 new units of diesel-electric locomotive power and more than half a million new freight cars. And the point is, everybody benefits from these billions of dollars of railroad money spent to bring you better service. Take the manufacturers who supply the 200,000 different items which railroads buy. Obviously, they and their employees and communities benefit. You and the makers and sellers of everything you buy benefit through freight service, which is more dependable and through passenger service, which is more comfortable and safer, and both provided at a lower cost than would otherwise have been necessary. Yes, the nation as a whole benefits from these railroad purchases, too, by being strengthened both in its economy and in a vital part of its national defense. And given the chance to do so, the railroads will continue their improvement program to the lasting benefit not only of the railroads and railroad workers, but also of the shipper, the traveler, the community, the nation, indeed, of everybody. Now here's act two of the new Lawrence and Lee play with music, Dear Yesterday, starring Gordon McRae as Mark Anderson and Dorothy Warren Scholl as Miss Ellen Martin. 
Dear Miss E.M., in your last letter you write, what do we do in the army? The answer is, you march, you march, you march. <laughs> then we get tired of that, you know what we do for a change? We march. And the marching song of this war is that great old railroad chant. Come on, gang. Hey! I've been working on the railroad all the live long day. I've been working on the railroad just to pass the time away. Don't you hear the whistle blowing? Rise up so early in the morn. Don't you hear the captain shouting? as we march. What comes from my heart is something different. Perhaps you have guessed what it is from these letters. A face I haven't seen, girl. A hope. And that hope's initials are E.M. Yours with growing affection, Mark Anderson. <laughs> P.S. I'm still wearing the socks you made for me. Eleven and a half. There's an old saying that fate always gives you what you wished for yesterday. But I want it to be different for you. I want you to have all your wishes come true today, tomorrow. You ask in one of your letters, will we ever see each other? I know this, I see you every day.
Coming home. And home to me is a postmark. Hartford, Connecticut, USA. Oh, he's coming home. What'll I do? I've got to find another EM. Hello, is this Emma Lou McPherson? May I ask if you are Miss or Mrs.? What? Five children? Thank you, Mrs. McPherson. Hello, is Esmeralda Mulligan there, please? Oh, Oh, no, no, please don't bother her at the old lady's home. Miss Eugenia Miller, please. Oh, it's Eugene. Forgive me, Mr. Miller. Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, excuse me, young lady. Yes? I, I couldn't help noticing the initials in your handbag. E.M. Do you mind my asking, what does the E stand for? Essie. For Esther? Yes. Oh, there's a park bench, Esther, just over there. Would you take three minutes to listen to a story? And that's what happened, Esther. The socks and the letter and, and the poem arrived a whole generation too late. Now he's coming home to a Miss E.M., Perhaps that could be you. No. No, it can't. It wouldn't be fair. Why not? You see, I was in love with the boy. He was killed in the landing at Normandy Beach. I see. Were you married? We were going to be. As soon as he got home. But now I can never be married. Because he'll never come home. Oh, Essie, don't you know? We spend a whole lifetime losing things. Losing people. Sometimes they go away or they fall out of love. Sometimes they die. What are you supposed to do? Your whole life goes by and you've lost everything. Oh, no. God gives us many things to take the place of the things that we lose. But, Miss Ellen... I've lost something, too, Essie. I've lost my youngness. And somebody's going to be very disappointed because he doesn't know... Help me pretend, Essie. I... Help me, please. I'll... I'll pretend, Miss Ellen. I'll help you welcome him home. I knew you'd be beautiful. Not this beautiful. What a homecoming. I'm glad that you're happy, Mark. Happy? I could sing... By golly, I think I will. You know, tucked into the toe of a sock I once received was a poem. And I've memorized it. Every word. Now I know why. So I could sing it back to you. Happiness is never one. Happiness is two. Loneliness is misery. So please add me. Minus goes the loneliness, simple. 
telling me how wonderful you've been to her, and I want to thank you. Matter of fact, I'd like to kiss you for it. Dear boy, dear Mark, now, now I leave you two. Be happy. Be happy, always. Oh, how wonderful they are together, and how happy that makes me. back in just one moment. And meanwhile, our hearty thanks to Janet Waldo, Isabel Jewell, and to our entire company. Dear Yesterday, with the famous music of two world wars, was an original story by Lawrence and Lee. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at this same time by the American Railroads. Marvin? Out along railroad right-of-way, one of the most familiar sights is that of men and machines at work maintaining and improving the track over which trains run. And the laying of new steel rail as part of this important job is one good measure of the tremendous improvement program which the railroads have been carrying on since the end of World War II. During this time, for instance, enough new and better rail for some 65,000 miles of average track has been laid, enough to cross the nation from coast to coast more than 20 times. 
This installation of stronger, safer rail is just another of the many reasons why today's better railroads mean better service for you. Thank you, Marvin. Well, Gordon, what's on the show train next week? Dorothy, one of the loveliest love stories of all time. So much so that we're calling it Love Story. You want a hint? Oh, oh, that's one of my favorites. The love story of Robert Browning. Mm Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Barrett. All set to some glorious music. See you next Monday night at number 50 Wimpole Street. That's right, and in sunny Italy, too. Good night, Gordon. Good night, Dorothy. You were wonderful. All aboard! Well, dear friends, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next Monday night, and Love Story, on behalf of the other members of the cast and of the American Railroads, this is your friend Gordon McRae saying good night. Macray can be seen in Warner Brothers, The Desert Song, in Technicolor. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroad. Now stay tuned for your Monday night of music on NBC. Oh, 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 oh